When tough times hit, how will you be able to protect your business? Hi, this is Daniel Laxtons, and welcome to the Roofing Business Builder. And I'm your host, your personal commercial roofing guru. Now, as we always do, we start the podcast with an intention, and today's intention is, it will all work out. So, you know, this uh, tragedy that, that hits, it's not just you, it's not just me that this has hit, but it's hit everybody. And a lot of times, uh, you know, we can think, oh, how am I going to survive this? But don't forget, you're not the only one thinking those words. We're all thinking, how are we going to survive this? Which means we have to survive. And if we have to survive, then that means uh, all of us are in this together. So America is a strong con- country, and, uh, but we're going to be talking about ways that we can survive this together. So let's get started with the show. Today's theme again is t- uh, tough times. How do we protect our business? And again, with me is Leah Laxton's. Welcome hey to the guys, show. thank you for having me today. So, unusual times we live in, Leah. Wow, isn't it? Uh, the last two weeks have been pretty crazy, to say the least. So, things just changing on a rapid pace from hour to hour, minute to minute. And uh, like to clarify that all the information that we're giving today is based on today's date of March 21st, 2020, and things will definitely uh, change, we know, over the coming days. But this is what we have in mind for what can help you right now in the situation that we're in. Exactly. So a lot of people are looking at the news and we see our uh, political leaders uh, doing things. Uh, What's your thoughts on that? Well, it's a time for leaders to step up, you know, in business. We are the leading force to be able to provide a calm during this storm because our employees and our partners look at us and they're going to either freak out or remain calm based on the way we handle these situations. So it's time for real leaders to step up and make tough choices to preserve our businesses together. And so we're going to talk about some of those things that we can do. And uh, you mentioned leaders, so we might start out with that. Uh, You know, when you're running your business, uh, people look to you to take the lead. And sometimes the business gets so busy that we're just running the business. But um, this is a time that really can show what kind of a leader we are. And if you think, oh, but am I really that kind of a leader? I don't know. Well, this is the time to practice. This is the time to prove it. You know, we're all in this entrepreneur game because we're about taking risks. And uh, because we want to write our own stories and leave our own stories here. So this is the time. This is what we were trained for through, you know, the good and the bad of the last however many years you've been in business So now is the time to take care of your community and lead the way in taking care of your community, your families, and your employees. And, you know, I think uh, this morning we watched a podcast from the Roofing Technology Institute uh, with Ken Kelly and some other amazing people on it, really smart people. And one comment was made about, you know, really 
setting the example for your team in that you care about their safety in these times, not just to make it look like, hey, we're cleaning, but that you genuinely care that your people do not get exposed to this virus. So, um, you know, a week ago it seemed overboard, but now it's it's here. And, and we have to be really implementing policies that encourage social distancing, cleaning, um, having a designated symptom checker, all of these things and more. It's kind of like what we talked about on the show last week with standard operating procedures. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that, yeah, we're asking uh, roofers to think about, do they have a safety plan? And uh, now in this situation, you're going to have to redesign that safety plan. Yeah. And yeah, cleaning, distances, uh, and being a leader, you're going to to speak to them on, on these subjects and educate them and alleviate their fear. So we need to review those plans. Uh, we need to talk openly. If someone is really scared, you need to uh, alleviate that fear. Yeah. Um, and have you reviewed all the new laws that, you know, the laws that have just changed on sick leave, sick leave now two weeks, but that will come back as a federal tax credit to small business. So, you know, put your people first and then they're going to put the community first and then your business is going to make it through this. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. Yeah. There's one other thing that they might consider too is uh, thermometers, taking your your employees' temperatures. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they're getting to work, uh, you can use your thermal or your roofing thermal um, thermo- you know, laser yeah. beam there, shoot them. <laughs> Almost all roofers usually have this, right, as their standard yeah. selling um apparel the old energy checker the old laser and so you know go on and utilize that because uh it's going to give people peace of mind and again reinforce that you care about your team and you care about your community right um also some of the guidelines we've been looking through this week there are guidelines for small business i know standard operating procedures are almost out the window we talked about them last week but about looking at your disaster prep plan a lot of these Operating procedures are for when a storm hits. It's about how to hire more people. Mm-hmm. Now we're sort of in this very odd reverse scenario of a disaster here where we're looking at the opposite of that. So there is advice available from the CDC, from OSHA, from the Small Business Association, and more on what things should be done in businesses that are staying open. But will roofers stay open is the question, right? That is a big question. And, but the thing is, is too, about that disaster plan, say if you're listening to this podcast and you say, well, I don't even have a disaster plan. Well, if you're at home, I mean, if you're shut down uh, for a few weeks, depending on the size of your business, this is the time to start doing all those things that you never were able to do before. So then you were just saying, though, uh, what do we need to do to design Yeah, basically, you know, take all of this information and you need to put together a plan immediately for your team that says, these are our goals. This is what's going to happen at different points. Mm -hmm. And be be very transparent and clear because people, you know, respond best to that. We've seen some of the issues with the masks that kind of what's happened because we were told masks don't help. 
And now they're like, well, they actually do, but don't take them all. But never mind, you guys already did. So people's minds are going to race to sort of a worst case scenario on a lot of things. So when you have a plan that says, hey, look, we're staying open until X, Y, Z, then people know what to expect. Your people are like, okay, I don't have to call because I know when we get to this point, I need to call. Before that, I need to report for work. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to always stick to the plan, but if you are going to not stick to the plan, then modify the plan and let everyone know. So that way you can see or they can see consistency in your leadership. Absolutely. So will roofing be designated a vital service in your state? Oh, that's a good question. Isn't that really what we all need to know right mm-hmm. now? Yeah. And what does that mean? We, we need to break that down a little bit because we do know that pizza is very vital. No, no. Hang on a second. Medical uh, <laughs> is vital. Yeah. What each... are some things that are vital in when it comes to that? We already know that grocery stores are vital. Amazon, we need our Amazon stuff to be delivered to us. But here's the thing is, is that we're, they were talking in um, the local government here in Texas, and they were talking about they know that elect, electri- electricians are vital. Yes. And plumbing, why are they vital? Um, well, because, you know, it's something that instantly affects human health, right? And so in a residential scenario or commercial, that, that affects human health. We would argue that roofing similarly does because it leads to mold and really destruction of property inside of a building. When people are sick and there's a leaking into the bedroom, they have a bucket, how are they going to get out? You know, Exactly. Uh, especially with a virus such as this that attacks and causes pneumonia, the worst thing that could happen mm-hmm. is the roof leaking, right? The issue is that this really is state by state. Because of the way the federal government is leaving it right now, this is going to be determined by your state's emergency plan. In Texas, it says heavy construction. It says plumbers, electricians are on this list. It doesn't specifically state roofers, but it lists a lot of construction specialty uh, trades. So one would assume that will go in that. Uh, There was a Facebook uh, post yesterday by Reed Ribble of NRCA stating that they are trying to get clarification on this from the federal government. And that's going to be a major issue because if it is not considered a vital service, obviously that means instant shutdown in the states that are under, uh, you know, that if it's not considered. So um, we would argue that it is a vital service. I think anyone with a roof leak would order it's a vi- uh, think it's a vital service. And the big thing here is what if the worst scenario, a natural disaster occurs during this time. Mm -hmm. And you have to mobilize roofers who have shut down. We know how difficult that would be. So I would assume that this will remain a vital service and contractors should plan accordingly. Exactly. So no matter what state you're in, uh, you might want to talk to either your local congressperson. Yeah, I mean, you can just pull the emergency plan from the state and um, review it. It should be online in whatever state you're in. And, uh, and you know, FedEx, a lot of other companies are giving their employees a letter. It really depends, again, upon your state, because I know some states are not in as full lockdown as we are here in Texas. Um, but, you know, we're, at least here in Austin, I should say, there are parts of Texas that are not as locked down as we are. Uh, we are being, you know, told to stay home if... Uh, pretty much unless it's a, a super emergency, except for grocery store. And if your employees uh, want to stay home, then that's something that you should you know, give thought to, too. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk more about 
you know, how to uh, handle, you know, who should be working, who should not be, but we'll, we'll come in. But let's talk about financial things right now. Yeah. So, uh, when it, um, you know, what's burn rate and why is that important to a, a roofing business owner? Well, a burn rate is basically the amount of cash that you burn uh, every month that you need to keep the doors open. So sort of similar to overhead, it's like if revenue stopped tomorrow, how many days could you burn? So, you know, a lot of small businesses in this country, looking at the statistics, this burn rate is less than 30 days, which makes me think that some sort of, you know, emergency uh, measures will be taken, but we'll find out. But during this time, cash is going to be king because, your revenue is going to be spotty even if you are still working because you're going to start feeling the effect of other businesses being closed, right? A lot goes back to your niche. I think, you know, which we'll talk about a little bit later, what are going to be like the hot industries to be in right now mm-hmm. for roofing. But if you're a residential guy or, you know, you rely on a lot of shopping center, um, private sort of work that's not new construction, Things are, uh, you're going to be the last person that someone wants to pay right now. So you really need to go back. Those people are going to pull back and not spend their money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been this long, especially if it's a a private uh, commercial building owner, they can always put off. They've been dealing with the buckets for a long time. Uh, But yeah, but if it's home, um, a lot of people are going to be scared to have anyone near their house if they're going to be staying at home. And so, yeah, no, it's, that's, so it's going to be tough if you're a residential roofer at this time. But now, what if they rush into commercial right now? We would not suggest that. Yeah, again, the B2B businesses are going to be really hurt because of just the fact that in a lot of states, all non-critical business is closed. So you really need to know right now how long you can burn and uh, this is where becoming a leader, being a leader, and making hard decisions is going to come into play because, you know, you have to really think, how long can I realistically keep my team together without sacrificing my entire company? Oh, but they're going to be out of business now. That's all over, right? Well, no. I mean, you know, you want to you want to keep the team to... You, you can't let that happen is the key. You know, you have to... Uh, possibly face laying people off, which is is going to be, um, you know, I feel for anyone that is in this scenario. But laying someone off now is better than going out of business later. Exactly. So um, that's uh, something we have to consider uh, right now. Uh, keeping the uh, super important people that you can't lay off. Um, did, yeah. Talk critical. About talk about critical infrastructure. Your managers, I mean, you want to try to keep your best people as long as possible. Uh, Hopefully, you have a burn rate where you can keep these people for a couple months, and then you're going to come out of this thing in really good shape because, you know, once things are rolling again, or if we get some kind of natural disaster, which God forbid, um, you're going to be there and ready to rock and roll. So... You know, you want to try to keep the team together as much as you can, but don't sacrifice your business to do that. No. But now you're not necessarily going to be going out of business because that would mean that every roofer would go out of business. So uh, how about assistance? Do we have some programs coming online for roofing business owners or that they could take advantage of? 
the SBA has just released the application for disaster assistance. So those loans do take three weeks, they're saying, and I would assume that it's going to be longer than that. Some criteria that you have to meet, meet uh, part of it is that you've lost revenue new immediately, which un- unfortunately for the roofing industry may not quite apply since a lot of businesses are still open. Uh, so I would really start with your suppliers, your creditors, people you owe money to, are they willing to negotiate something for the next 60 days that will help you keep your doors open? Because the manufacturers don't want everyone to go out of business either here. Because they'll go out of business. Yeah, so they're going to be in it. The big dogs are going to be in it to help you as much as they possibly can. Now's the time to renegotiate leases temporarily on your buildings, on your vehicles, equipment, anybody that's going to give you a break. Why? Because cash is going to be king and you need that cash for payroll. Can you pause your loan payments? Very possible, right? De- especially mm-hmm. depending on your bank and your if you're a tenant, your landlord. So again, uh, if you if your business were to go under, that doesn't help anyone, and you're not the only business like that. All of us are in the same boat, the same business. We're all sitting at home for the next who knows how many weeks. Uh, might you know? Might be till um, May or June. Who knows? Uh, but the point is, is if we worry about it, that's not going to help. Uh, just know that you're not alone. You're in the same boat. So remember what the the intention of the day was. Uh, it's all going to work out. We have to keep telling our, our subconscious mind, hey, this is all going to work out. And we're not alone. Another thought I had, too, was about renegotiating your general liability insurance. I would hope and think the insurance companies are going to be you know, really trying to be proactive and helpful here. (laughs) I know that's kind of a funny thought to have, but, you know, you never know. You never know. Even they have hearts, right? So can you renegotiate your GL now based on the hit to gross sales that you're possibly going to take? It depends if they're in their office or if they close down. Right. Very true. This is where having a really personal relationship with your agent comes in. Yeah. What about cashing in stocks? Yeah, well, uh, should we sell off equipment? But who's going to buy the equipment right now? You know, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, oh, hang on, it's Johnny Ruffer uh, that uh, that has a contract with um, the military right now, so he may need your equipment. Ooh, there's an idea, guys. Uh, you might, if you have a relationship with someone that does have a government contract, uh, find out if they need to get that job done quicker uh, that guy could possibly, and maybe you have a government contract and you know some really good roofers that maybe aren't in that segment and see if you could bring on those teams. And that way, not only you get it done quicker, but now you're sharing the wealth with your brothers and sisters across America. Really good time to be a, a, a minority business right now because, you know, as we're, I think we're going to kind of talk about Earth. I don't know if you want to get into it, sort of like what the hottest markets are going to be. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're going to talk about this a little bit more later on. So we, we talked about selling off equipment, but that that's for that. That's a good idea. But so you, um, we talked about negotiating our GL uh, and avoid <laughs> cash in stocks. Yeah. Yeah, as much as possible right now, you know. And I would also say avoid risky contracts right now. Courts are going to be closed for sixty to ninety days in a lot of states. Mm-hmm. So 
know that when, you know, you, you have no protection, you, you have no protection <laughs> if someone doesn't pay you right now. So more than ever, 50% or more deposit on arrival of materials. No, I mean, I would not even no. touch anything or even up on, I would say up on ordering materials, you know, like I would want the money before they even get on site. Band together and help each other as long as we don't get each other sick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I would say also during this time, watch out for cyber attacks. We know that a lot of small businesses have been hit over the last six, eight months, and I expect these efforts to increase. We've already seen a lot of misinformation come out. So, you know, what can you do to avoid cyber attacks? Really, it's just sort of having in your emergency preparedness plan that you remind employees to be conscientious and diligent when they open their emails and about using virus software, uh, not clicking on or making any payments to anything um, that really seems odd or fishy. And make sure you and your team are verifying news from an authentic source, like local government has been all over television recently, so it's federal, state. That's where we want to get our information, not from somebody's Facebook post or somebody's cousin in Washington etc cetera, etc cetera. we want to base our decisions on real facts like a real leader people always use uh, sensationalism or something that will shock you to get you to click on that that link and then people are just using that right now it's kind of uh, gross when you think about it really it. is all right so now let's uh let's talk about what what industry uh, say if I'm a roofer right now uh, can I, my company keep working? What are the hottest industries should, uh, should we be in or should have we been in for, <laughs> yeah. for a virus crisis? <laughs> yeah, really. Who could prepare for this? But, you know, obviously I would think, uh, you know, get on fed biz ops, even if there's not roofing work there, there is going, there are going to be other opportunities of purchases that the federal government is going to need to make. So FedBizOps, if you're not already registered for it, get registered for it. Is there something else you can pivot to? You know, what's the skill set of your company? Do you have guys that are great at painting, carpenters? You know, be ready to do anything and pivot as needed. The federal government work is probably going to be, you know, the biggest thing. But the, there's they're gonna, also... they're going to. I mean, they're always going to need something. And, and, you know, when we first talked about this, I was thinking that... If you weren't already set up to do federal work, you you probably should just stay away from it because then it gets oversaturated and you're just going to spend all kinds of time and money trying to get involved in something that you're not going to win any work at. But when you think about it, uh, the federal government is going to possibly speed up and, and use, I mean, speed up the contracts. They even said that. So if they're speeding up the contracts and then all these other guys are doing this work, Normally, they'd pace it. Well, now they may do tons of work to keep the economy going. So I think that what you're saying there is a very wise idea to get on the computer and, and make sure that you're signed up for that. Early in the week, I sort of thought schoolwork was going to remain pretty hot, you know, because I thought, well, they're they're closing down. So a lot of the schools are probably going to do maintenance that they would normally do in the summer. A lot of roofs get done in the summer. But... Uh, Man, I just don't know now. What Definitely repair work. Repair work across the board is going to be super hot. That's what most people are going to be doing. So uh, advertising, marketing that you can do emergency repairs is probably going to be your best bet. 
federal yeah. work, state work, local government, and schools. It's really hard to say. It's probably going to be state by state, depending on how hard the local communities hit. And I was thinking, too, if uh, you're friends with the superintendent, and uh, you might want to contact, talk with him. And let's not be selfish, because here's the thing, though. Is suppose, I mean, who has money right now? Well, yeah, the schools have money to do necessary repairs and roofs. Uh, but let's not, if you get a contract, we have to help each other as brothers and sisters across America. Yeah. So why not um, talk to the superintendent? Maybe if you're the one that brings this, hey, say you didn't have the job, but you bring this to a superintendent and say, hey, look, why don't you hire three of us, the local roofers, let us do this. We'll keep our guys going. No one's going to get sick. And, and that way we can get the roofs done in time for when this virus is over, when school starts. But if you do this as a collaboration, then you're not only helping your own company and your own employees, but let's help each other. Yeah, absolutely. Also seeing a lot of purchases that they're waiving a lot of purchase requirements. So I think if you're working through a co-op like Buy Board, uh, Tips Taps, um, OMAS, or you know one of these mass programs that's for procurement for schools in your state, that's going to become a pretty huge because I think that we're going to see a lot of contracts go that route without going out to bid. So look at inside of your state what co-op programs and what direct purchase programs there are like that available. If Even if they don't allow roofing now or don't include it, they probably will as this thing starts to escalate because people are going to need to, oh, the roof's leaking. I need this repair done now because I'm thinking about a thousand other things over here that are more important than me going out and getting roofing bids right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, so I think that's going to be a big thing. And again, always having your eye on the pivot. If you can find another way, uh, you know, if you can find something else for your team to do during this time, by all means, do anything necessary to keep the team together as long as you possibly can. So we've talked a lot about how we can maybe help each other, even roofers helping each other. If you have a job, a big job, share that over this period of time and it'll come back to you. You'll be blessed. But how else can we help our communities? Well, there, you know, with roofing and construction, we have access to things that are possibly in need right now, like ventilators, like masks. So if you can find those inside of your supply chain. Or they may even have them in their shop right now. If, if you know they know someone or they, you may have been doing some, if you're grinding out a chimney, you may have a ton of masks left over that someone could use. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, find those. Whatever your community needs, show that you put the community first and profit second. And then the community is going to support you and rally around you and your business. We can still uh, reach out to be a leader uh, to our community. So that's pretty much it then. Uh, we've talked about a lot of things. We, we might recap, but uh, be before we do that, let's also, if you, if you want to talk about strategy in any sector uh, of the roof, commercial roofing industry, please visit my website to schedule an appointment. You can talk with me. Uh, the website's roofingbusinessbuilder.com. And... Um, yeah, if there's anything that you need to talk about, normally we, we're charging for, uh, you know, speaking. So guys, uh, keep your heads up, keep helping the community, and we'll talk to you next week.